Hey, real quick before we jump in, if your core is a mess right now, like your muscles are squishy and you just feel like they're non-existent, maybe even because of that, you've been experiencing back pain and posture issues and just this general lack of confidence in your body, then I want to invite you to join me for my free five-day core tune-up. Follow along with me as I lead you through the exact movements that your entire core needs to engage properly and function at its best. Just go to 5daycore.com to get started for free. Okay, go do that. And then let's jump into the show. If you want to move and feel like you're 20 years old for as long as possible, then your core strength, having a strong core is a critical part of that picture. I'm going to teach you why that is and how you can get your core feeling stronger than ever, no matter how old you are right now, starting today. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. Hey friend, we are in the middle of a really important series right now, pretty much how to live and move pain-free, especially through your back and your hips for many, many years to come, no matter how old you are right now. I think we all want that. Yes, right? I don't know about you, but I want to be able to climb down on the floor. I want to be able to sleep without pain. I want to be able to go out and do a hike if I want to, or ride a horse or do whatever I want for many, many years to come. And I think we can all say the same. So I know that this series is going to really help you have the tools and the knowledge on how to move like you're a young person for many years to come. And I know that Tom and Diana are two of my clients that I've worked with for years. They wanted this too. And as I was thinking through this particular episode, they instantly came to mind because they are in their mid sixties right now. And they're actually a very health conscious couple. They've got excellent eating habits. They go on lots of walking together. They both also would have regular visits to their beloved massage therapist and chiropractor, but even still, both of them would suffer from nagging back and hip pain for years. It always kind of comes back to that central area of your body, right? Back and hip pain. I find like wrist pain or shoulder pain, you can kind of manage and work around a little easier than back and hip pain. It can be super debilitating. And that's that's kind of how it felt for Tom and Diana. It wasn't completely debilitating. It would come and go. But every so often their back would just completely go out and they would be laid up for days. And I know uh, Diana in particular had pretty severe SI joint pain too. So they came to me because they knew that they needed to get in better shape. They had a few pounds that they still wanted to lose, but fitness in their mind for them, it just had always been connected with losing weight and getting more toned and the aches and pains they felt in their body you know, through their back and through their hips, they were just like, well, this is just part of getting older. We want to be fit. We want to lose some of this weight just so, you know, we're, we're healthy cardiovascularly. But it was pretty cool because as they started to get in better shape, 
all that ongoing back pain and hip pain was actually starting to disappear. And not only did they trim down and finally reach the healthy weight that they were wanting to achieve, but their their back pain really became a thing of the past. And it was something they never thought was actually possible. And I know that as their trainer, I can chalk a lot of that up to the fact that when they started working with me, they had what I call core musculature atrophy. Okay, remember those words, core musculature atrophy. Okay, I want you to picture this. A few times in my life, maybe you have too, but I've been on hikes in some really cool places that have a swinging bridge. You know, it's a little freaky to step out onto it. It's all it's all wobbly, but that's kind of the charm of it. You have to trust that the bridge is going to hold you and it's a little scary. Now, if someone were to tell me to try driving a car across a swinging bridge made out of only rope, I'd say, no way, you're nuts. There's just not enough structure and support to hold you up. If I want to just walk across it, that's fine. You know, a little bit of work, that's fine. But driving a car, like, oh my goodness. But I wouldn't bat an eye driving across a steel and concrete bridge. And I do this every day because I know that it's strong. And it isn't going to twist. It's not going to buckle. It's not going to collapse. I don't have to worry about it at all. Because the car is pretty heavy compared to just a pedestrian walking across a bridge. So I want you to picture when you lose the crucial muscles in your core, it's like replacing your steel bridge with a rope bridge, like a swinging bridge. It's the worst idea ever, especially if you want to still function and do the things like driving your, driving a car. But this is exactly what happens over time as we get older and we stop training properly. And this is what I call core musculature atrophy. And core musculature atrophy, this is just basically a condition in which all the primary core muscles, both internal and external around your trunk that are designed to support your spine and support your pelvis and give you that stability and structure. They've become weak and they've become deconditioned and they're just kind of limp. They're still there. Muscles don't actually disappear contrary to what we all think, like they don't turn into fat. (laughs) Even if you feel super squishy, like those muscles did not turn into fat. They are still, there's still a muscle cell sitting there, but it's not large. There's no tone to it. There's no strong nerves firing it. And they're not what I like to say, like they're not alive, alert, awake, enthusiastic. (laughs) My husband always jokes about that is like, wake up. Are you alive, alert, awake, enthusiastic? So when you have this core musculature, it can feel like your midsection is just mushy or it's just weak, or it's non-existent. And a lot of people I've talked to, they're like, man, even if I try walking up the stairs and I have to carry the groceries in and I got to bring them up the stairs, I just feel like my core is not there. It's not there anymore. I can't even get it to fire if I want to. And I don't really know what to do, you know? And in this state of core musculature atrophy, what happens is that your spinal segments, so like your vertebra, And your entire pelvis and hip socket are no longer able to handle the forces that they undergo during normal activities. It's just that same picture as trying to drive a car 
across a swinging bridge, if you were to do like little things, it, it handles it okay because your core muscles are still there. They didn't disappear. But anything more than that, you might experience like sharp shooting pains or even like an ongoing dull ache with even the simplest activities. And it can sometimes feel like your bones are just hanging on your bones and you have no like support there. So this core musculature atrophy, it's there's this relationship between this and chronic low back pain. Like low back pain is just like always there. And it's been studied extensively throughout the world. In fact, there were researchers from the University of Belgium, of all places, that discovered that a very high recurrence rate of low back pain was directly related to the atrophy of certain muscles that stabilize the lumbar spinal segments. And they also found that specific core muscles, they play a vital role in the stability and the functional movement of the spine. And without the strength of these muscles, back pain just continues to occur. So basically it's saying like without these muscles, it doesn't matter what else you do. You could do a bunch of stretching. You could do a bunch of posture work, you know, the things that we also talk about. But without these core muscles, that back pain or even that hip pain, the pain around your pelvis is just going to continue to occur. So what causes this? Why is this happening? Because <laughs> we want to avoid that, right? Why? What, what's causing core musculature atrophy. So the first thing is just a basic general deconditioning. If you stop using your body, you're just going to generally be out of shape. And just moving your body, simply just going for walks, something as simple as that, or just being a more active person, all of those little things will definitely contribute to your core muscles needing to support and get called into action, get pulled to the front lines to do their job. If you're just someone who likes to sit a lot, you're not moving very often, you're just generally out of shape, you're not going to have any tone or structure or stability in your entire that entire core area. So the sol solution to this is just to begin moving. <laughs> Simply just start moving your body. And then beyond that, you can try a like a balanced functional strength training routine, just committing to two or three days a week of something that's thorough, something that's balanced, something that's getting your muscles activating. So that's the first thing that causes just this core muscular atrophy is just not using your body anymore. The second thing is actually doing core work, but doing all the wrong stuff. And this is what breaks my heart. And this happens so often because this is someone who is trying. This is someone that's doing their best. This is someone that's, you know, doing core exercises or ab exercises and, and with the intention of improving their core, but they're doing the wrong things. And they don't realize it. And usually it's just focusing on what I like to call the mirror muscles or your large like visible abs when you're standing in the mirror, like working on that rectus abdominis, like those six pack abs, maybe your obliques. And you end up neglecting kind of the deeper stabilizers. You have layers of core muscles and it's not just your abs, your glutes 
are a major core muscle. It's part of your core. And in fact, I like to call it like a core sandwich. When you have your abs on the front side and your glutes on the back side working together, that's when you have a really, really strong core. And unfortunately, most people that are training their core, they do a lot of sit-ups and crunching movements. And yes, that's going to fire your abs. But unfortunately, at the same time, it just deactivates your glutes and it kind of encourages that short hip, kind of the flexion at your hip action. And instead, it's far better to do things that are more of like planking or bridge style exercises that cause you to brace and train more than your abs. Because remember, we're trying to create a really strong bridge. Think of your core like a really, really strong bridge, like steel girders, okay? And we want a lot of that like stable stuff. And when you build that, this is going to protect your back. It's going to help you focus on all of your core muscles as a whole. And it's going to train them in a balanced way. All right. So rather than just doing the mirror muscles, rather than just doing a bunch of targeted ab work, it's not going to help. It's not going to give you the core that you really want. Okay, so improper core exercises is one of the causes for that core musculature atrophy. And then the third and final thing is actually poor breathing mechanics. Man, I can't tell you how many people are actually breathing wrong. And especially if you are stressed out, if you carry a lot of tension, chances are you're holding that tension up in your shoulders, up in your neck, and you're actually using those muscles to breathe. You're using your neck muscles to lift your collarbone, to lift your rib cage, to pull the air in, rather than using the really important deep core muscles throughout the day for breathing, like the diaphragm. Pelvic floor is kind of part of that. So this is why it's kind of crazy to think about it, but man, working on your stress, like managing your stress can actually improve your core. (laughs) So one more really great reason, good motivator to manage your stress. But yeah, so the best solution here is, of course, to practice breathing deeply with good proper mechanics. So breathing into your lowest ribs, using your belly muscles, while allowing your collarbones and your shoulder blades and your entire shoulder girdle to relax. And when you do this, this is going to start to properly activate your deep core muscles. And you can do this right now by just placing, place your fingers on your lowest rib and think about making that part of your rib cage, like your lowest ribs, expand and contract as you pull air in and press air out rather than having your collarbone going up and down okay the more you can bring your attention to that and honestly that's a really stress relieving activity is to just think about breathing it tones down your nervous system significantly but the other benefit is that you're actually activating your core muscles so those are kind of the big three things that can cause your core to atrophy and it can turn that really strong structure of a bridge 
into like a swinging bridge that has it's just like floppy it's not doing its job and if you know if you're nodding your head right now and like throwing your hand up in the air and saying help me this is all making so much sense I know that my core is not where it should be and I know that's part of my problem but I don't know where to start I don't know what exercises to do. I don't know how to incorporate my breathing or how to work on that. I don't know how to train my glutes. I don't know what order to do it all in or how long to do things for. I've got you. Okay. You don't have to figure this out on your own. In fact, I just released my brand new mini course, which is entirely free. And it's called the five-day core tune-up because I want you to experience your core working again. And in just five days, we're going to get it working again. We're going to get your core engaging in all the right ways. So grab this course. You can start with me. All you need to do is just head to fivedaycore.com. It's just fivedaycore.com. Okay. And we'll work on all of those things because the last thing I want for you is to have your core muscles atrophied, to have them not doing their job and that contributing to a body that's like moving like it's ancient and you've got pain and it doesn't feel good because remember this is all fitting into this three-part formula what we're calling the PSF framework P stands for posture we talked all about it last week and you now know that good posture is not just squeezing your shoulders back and sitting up straight it has so much more there is so much more to it than just that. If you missed that episode, please, please go back and listen to it. And then today we talked about the S part of it, strength, specifically core strength. And what you can do, you just go get started with me with that five-day core tune-up. I'm going to teach you how to get your core working again in all the right ways. And then finally, that F is for flexibility. And I've got some fun stories to tell you about flexibility, mobility. We're going to work on that next week. Do not miss it. But I want you to remember that if any of these three issues are not being addressed, you're going to move like you're old. That osteoarthritis is going to set in. You're going to have joint pain. You're going to have low back pain. You're going to have hip pain. You're going to wonder, like, do I need surgery? Do I need to just pop ibuprofen every day and just grit through it? But remember, if we combine each of these elements, if we work on all of these elements in combination with the, with the right levels, with the right balance, your body's going to feel amazing at any age. And you need this, whether you're 35 right now and you have no arthritis whatsoever, or whether you're 65 and you can tell, man, I'm already moving like an old person and I need my body to, I, I don't want to feel like this for the next 30 years. Okay, all three of these things need to be in place. Okay, let me leave you with one simple thing that you can do today. And of course, it's going to have you go sign up for my five-day core tune-up mini course and it's free my friend there is no reason to not do this I'm going to lead you through five days of less than 10 minutes at a time good quality core activation work okay so just go to fivedaycore.com and you can start day one right now for free there's no reason to try and start training your core on your own all right no reason for that. Just follow along with me in the videos. I'll make sure you're doing it right. 
All right, super quick today, but I want to make sure that we're we're tackling this stuff because my mission is to make your body feel amazing and work and move well for a very long time. Okay, we got one more letter to tackle. We're going to tackle that next week. Meet me back here next Tuesday. Also, join me on Friday for a shorter Ask Megan episode. You're not going to want to miss that. Okay, friend, until then, be strong.